G'day guys, welcome back to Stat Chat Sports. It's Josh here, I'm with Steve and BT. And look, today here on the podcast, we're getting into American sports, we're right into the Super Bowl. BT, it's coming up on Monday morning, Australian time. Biggest question I've got for you is, how the hell are you going to watch this one? Work commitments, you're taking a sickie, what are we doing? Oh mate, I'm not working Monday. Always take Super Bowl off every year. You've called it in, Steve. What are you doing, mate? What are your plans? Uh, I think I'll struggle. I'll struggle to watch it. Um, I've got I've got uh, Brody's KO, but I'll probably struggle to find some time to watch it because I'll be back out on the road next week. So we might we, we might have to touch on it every now and then, but I probably won't be able to watch most of it, unfortunately. So, so this is the key dilemma that I always have, and I think a lot of people out there do when it comes to American sports, is uh, do you go the media blackout? Because... Mm. It is, a, it is a dangerous game. You've got to be on the ball. You, you can't be having any TV, no radio, no phone. You can't be scrolling your Facebook. It's a, it's a real dicey game. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it and do it this year, to be honest, fellas. It's, it's a mm. tough game. I don't know if you guys have ever done that before. Full media blackout, BT? No way. I wouldn't be able to control myself. Uh-huh. Not a chance. Yeah, no, me neither. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for the Super Bowl, not so much because it's not hugely, I suppose, important to me. But yeah, oh, wow. a, a full no, 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 not, no. That's probably not. That's <laughs> maybe not. That's maybe not the right right <laughs> words. But I'm trying to say is, if, for example, if it was if it was a Liverpool game or something like that, I would, I would completely avoid it to avoid any spoilers. But in a game like like this, uh, if I see little bits here and there, it's not not the end of the world. Yeah, look, it's 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 important to me. You know, I'm repping my Chargers gear. I'm a big NFL fan. I think it's really grown in popularity here in Australia. Probably in the last five years, I'd say it's become a lot more accessible to watch. Mm. Um, certainly, the way that I got into it was playing the Madden NFL games. I'm not sure about you guys, but um, that was that was probably the gateway about ten to fifteen years ago. But I think you know, last five years, free to air TV's really caught onto it. Um, KO, as you said, BT has been has been really good, um, and you know there's there's lots of different avenues to watch the game now. So uh, it's certainly become a lot more popular, which I think is a really good thing. Yeah, I um, I think probably the last three three four years is when I started watching it. Really started to understand it more, purely because I just want to gamble on it. That's purely all it was, and I thought I better understand how the how the game works before I start gambling. So. <laughs> So the Super Bowl's the biggest gambling day of the whole year out of all sports. Is it really? Yeah, number one. Which is yeah, which is surprising because I, I guess the American market is a very much gambling market, but the yeah. you know the sport, like we said, it has grown in popularity. I, I think in the last five to ten years. Um, but yeah, to make it the biggest the biggest uh, gambling market in the world, I mean that's yeah. that's huge. Um, it, it, is, preface, it is the uh, I'll just jump in just quickly. It is the second most watched sporting event in the world after the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup. So it's not wow. no surprise that it's, it is that big in gambling, I suppose, considering one event drags that much attention to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's no slouch. And obviously it's massive in, in the States. Um, yeah. The sport in general is huge in terms of TV coverage. I think I read a stat the other week that of the top like the top 100 most watched 
television broadcasts of the past year, I think 80 of them were NFL matches. Oh, wow. In, in, in America. Like, it's just, it is, a, it is phenomenal. People just can't get enough of watching it. And you look at the playoffs that have been so far, Steve, mm. they have been top-notch. I mean, the two teams that are in the Super Bowl, they've, they've certainly deserved to be there because they have certainly done it the hard way. There's been some cracking matches. Yeah, I mean, for sure. They've, they've both knocked out some big contenders um, and up to the divisional round uh, and, and the national and the conference championships. Both games on, on either side were won by three points a field goal right at the end or just a just three points in general so really close games and like yeah that, that makes that makes for best the best football we'll call it it's what it is to watch so uh yeah it's just good to see different teams as well you're not seeing your same quarterbacks either a mahomes or a brady or whatever it's good to see these especially a young guy come through in Burrows. yeah mm. absolutely so so let, let's start with the Bengals, i guess uh, it has been 31 years since the Bengals had won a playoff game and they've managed to go on a terrific run, uh, make it through to the Super Bowl, Steve. Uh, certainly a bit of a team of destiny feel about the Cincinnati Bengals, you'd have to say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've got a second uh, quarterback in his second full season in the NFL uh, and, and he wins the Bengals' first playoff games for 31 years, as you said, make their first Super Bowl appearance in 34 years, looking to take win them their first trophy can't really complain about that look I'll, I'll say one thing i think they have overachieved a little bit and no one i don't think anyone would have expected them to be in the position they are but that take no, nothing away not. from them take nothing absolutely nothing away from them the, the teams i've beaten they beat uh the raiders who were the uh, not the raiders sorry the titans who were the number one seed over there uh, they beat the reigning huge win they've not sorry not the reigning but they beat chiefs as well who everybody knows is an outstanding side so the chiefs are the chiefs they've they've definitely earned their spot there um it'd be great to see them to take it take it out take it out i reckon yeah now they, they've certainly done it the hard way like you said gone straight through the gauntlet number three seed made it all the way to the uh to the super bowl uh in terms of the rams bt you know they they certainly have done it the hard way too they they weren't you know one of the top two seeds in the nfc um, but you know they, they, they've certainly come a long way and taken some big scouts with them. Oh, for sure. I think the inclusion of Cooper Cup, massive, massive inclusion there. Um, yeah. And now they get to play the Super Bowl in the home, home stadium. It's um, going from... Uh, uh, they're my pick. They're my pick. I think they're going to get it done by at least, at least a touchdown. Seven to ten points, I think. I think uh, they have that home home crowd with them as well, but I think I think the big occasion might get to Burrows. I think mm. there's going to be a fair few sacks on his end. So, do you think that your your tips for LA is it is it more to do with LA or is it more to do with the Bengals? It's more to do with the Bengals. Like like Steve said, I think they've overachieved. I didn't think they were going to get in. I didn't think they were going to win last week, let alone win the whole Super Bowl. So. I think I think they played their they played their Super Bowl, or let's say the last two two weeks. Yeah. Surely they can't do it three in a row. Well, you look at the Rams. I mean, they've played their Super Bowl the last two yeah. weeks as well. Yeah. I mean, both teams have had like phenomenal 
wins, phenomenal yeah. pathways to to get in. You know, we're talking last second field goals, massive plays at the end of the game to come from behind and win it. Um, you know, both of these teams have got, have certainly both got a case to say, look, you know, we've got the better story. We've come through it the hard way. We've had the big wins. We've got the runs on the board. Um, well, yeah. I've got a here. Here we go. I've got some for you. No quarterback has won the Heisman, national title, and the Super Bowl. And mm. if Burroughs wins the gonna... Super Bowl, that's all three, and I just can't see that happening. But you if think he, it's going to stay that way? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If you if if you look at you're talking about Burrow, Joe Burrow is potentially cracking. Not necessarily just yeah. just him, but the Bengals in general. I agree to the fact that like the Rams have a better all round team. There's no doubt. But this is also Matt Stafford's first Super Bowl. Yeah, he's yes. you know he's obviously got the, a lot more experience. But we're talking about the Super Bowl. There's there's no reason why he can't crack under pressure as well. Well, here's the question for you, Steve. Who's the best quarterback in this matchup? Ooh. It's a tough question. Yeah. It's a tough question, but I mean, I mean, you got to pick one for one game, the biggest game of the year. Who you got? Uh, based off of this season, I'd have to, I'd have, oh, geez, that's actually really hard. Now I'll say, I'll stick to my guns. I'll, I would, I would say Matty Stafford is probably the better of the pair. Uh, he he threw the the second most touchdowns, only behind Brady in the regular season. Uh, so he's he dominated on that front. He's thirty three, I think. So he's got plenty of experience on Burrows. But he uh, uh, then you can at the same time you can look at Burrows and see that he's taken that team with really sort of main one main target being Jamal Chase, and he's taken them all the way to the Super Bowl. You've got a case oh, for the, both. The, the Bengals do have some weapons. I mean, Higgins and Boyd as well on the mm. outside. They're they're no slouches either. But mm. certainly, you mentioned Jamar Chase. He has been phenomenal in his rookie season as a wide receiver. Um, but yeah, I mean, interesting call. Um, it's interesting you say. Obviously, obviously, the experience with Stafford. You know, uh, certainly a veteran of the league. But you look at the two players. Over the course of the career, they've both won the same amount of playoff games. Yeah. All been this year. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think, unfortunately, for Stafford, that comes simply comes down to the fact that he's unfortunately been on the Lions for his entire career. Uh, yeah. He gets a move to a, to a, a side with, with good, good receivers and good protection and stuff like that, and then he, he really shows what he's made of. Like, he was always a good quarterback at the Lions anyway, but he just had not, nothing, to, nothing, to, nothing to throw to, basically. Once, once Megatron retired, that was basically it for him <laughs> in terms of the yeah. Lions anyway. Just lacking the overall support. Um, BT, what do you think? I mean, is this, is this a game of the two quarterbacks or you think it's more the supporting cast around them with the weapons, the offensive line, uh, the defense, obviously, the LA defense is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I think both quarterbacks are pretty similar. I think it's, it's yeah, like you said, uh, Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, I think they're the players that are going to get it done for LA. Von Miller, Von Miller off the edge as well. Von Miller, exactly, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that's Ramsey, they're, they're, they're stacked. Stacked, yeah. exactly. So I think that's where they win it. I think that's what wins it for them. I don't think, I think either quarterback's going to have a huge game. 
Well, my, my prediction for MVP for the Super Bowl is Cooper Cup. Mm. That's what I'm going. Interesting, with. interesting call. Why do you yep. why do you go with Cooper Cup? Oh, I just think the outstanding year he's had. I think it's just going to continue through. He watching his game last uh, two weeks ago. His his routes were just insane, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna tear him up a little bit in the passing. I, I just don't think they're going to capitalize a lot. That's, I think both teams are going to have the nerves, especially in the first half or so. Yeah. I think Cooper Cup, he's going to get free. He's going to get a lot of catches, I think. And plus, I don't think any either quarterback's going to have an outstanding game. So I reckon he'll get two touchdowns and a fair few receiving yards. I just think that'll be enough. Or Aaron Donald. Yeah. If Aaron Donald comes out and gets his fair few sacks and whatnot, has an outstanding game, he, I think... I mean, I'd pick those two over either quarterback, to be honest with you. That's a big call. That's a big call because typically your quarterback will Quarterbacks win the MVP. Yeah. Will win the MVP. But um, I, think, I think you're right. I think this is a defensive game. I think the biggest strength of the Rams is their defensive line and the biggest weakness of the Bengals is their offensive line. So, yeah, yeah they've really tried to patch that line up throughout the year. They've got a, couple, a few guys there that probably aren't going to be on that line next year. Um, that's just a fact. So I think that's where the game's going to come down to. I think it's going to be Donald. It's going to be Floyd. It's going to be Von Miller, like you said. Um, it's, I'd be expecting five-plus sacks. Yeah, That's a big number, but mm. I'd be expecting a big number of sacks on Joe Burrow. I think he had nine sacks against him in one of the other playoff games yeah. that, they, that they won. So, you know, they're giving up a lot of pressure. I, I can't see that changing against the best pass rush in the competition. And well, defense the, wins championships. Yeah. But let me ask you this. This is a stat that I've got written down, but I want to see. You just, you just won't guess it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't think he's have got it. He's talking about defense winning the game, potentially. These two teams have the worst defensive record or uh, what have I got here? They're in the bottom half, essentially, for their defensive record. The Bengals at 18th and the, uh, and the Rams at 17, whereas they're both in the top 10 for passing yards and passing completions and, and, just, and just passing offense in general. So there's going to be some points scored in this Super Bowl. It'll be as, as good as the Rams' defense is. They've clearly leaked a lot of points. Yeah, I think oh. the thing that's hurt the Rams a little bit this year is their secondary really got raided in the offseason. So they they have had to make up for that a lot in terms of the the pass rush. And you saw them go out and get Miller midseason. Um, you know, you, you've seen them load up trying to make this run. Um, you know, I, I think I think it's as I said earlier, that offensive line against the defensive line is where the matchup is going to be. And I, I think it's just it's if the Rams can get home, the Rams are going to win. That's that's just how I see it. I reckon Bengals will score less than seventeen points. Okay. I'm going the opposite. I'm going. I'm going more low scoring type game. I think everyone's. I'm going. I'm going against the trend. Still feel I like know, seventeen uh, points for the Bengals in a Super Bowl is not that bad, though. Yeah, well, it's, it's not bad at all. Mm. But when you're talking the total points for the on the gambling side of it is at fifty, right? Yeah, that's what people are expecting. And 60% of bets for the over-under has gone for the over. 
yeah. and that's going to go more leading up to the Super Bowl. Most most people bet on the over because no one wants to see a defensive game. Everyone wants to see mm. score. Mm. So your yeah, average, your normal type gamblers who just want to bet on the game, bet the over. Well, the, you the remember last the time last... the Rams were in the Super Bowl? I'm sure that's what you exactly. were going to say, Josh. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were involved in the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. that Sean McVay will be very keen to put his offensive prowess to the test and get some points on the board. Um, certainly, he, you know, if he wins this, he's going to be one of the one of the better coaches of the past ten years. I mean, he's made two Super Bowls, won one. Realistically, he's only he's only been in the league for about five years as a head coach. Huh. I mean, if if he wins on the weekend, you know, where do you think that sits in BT amongst? You know, some of the top guys in the league. Oh, but he said what five years? I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Still though, it's whether what he can do after this one as well. If he can back it up, if they drop right off next season, even win or lose this, then where does that sit in? That's that's the other side of it. Well, because... the thing is, they've really built for this year. You know, exactly. they went they went all, all in. in. They got Stafford. You know, they traded draft capital. They got Miller. You know, yeah. they went out, they got Odell. Mm-hmm. They they haven't been afraid to go all out. This is their year. We want to win it. And, you know, hats off to them. You know, bold strategy, but knowing what you want, knowing what your window is and making it happen. You know, you got to respect that. And if they fall off next year as a Ram supporter, you know, you're going to be happy that they had that run. They got to the Super Bowl and hopefully, hopefully went out and, and win it. You know, you'd much rather that than be sitting fringe playoffs for the next five years, hoping that you you might sort exactly. of jag a, jag a win one year in a playoff game, I think personally. So, yep, completely agree with all of that. Exactly how I'm thinking. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, look, we've touched a little bit on some of the key players, uh, some of our Super Bowl MVP picks. Um, We've also got the NFL MVP coming up. Uh, we're recording this uh, Wednesday night, Australian time, and I'm pretty sure the MVP is going to be announced Friday morning, Australian time. Um, Steve, have you got anyone in particular that you're keeping an eye on that you think is going to, uh, you know, get the job done in the MVP race? Well, Rogers is the definite favourite. There's no doubt. Uh, and 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 is Brady's close by as well? Like it's it's the same as any uh, MVP. It's always typically a, a quarterback that wins it. Um, I'd like to see I'd like to see Cooper Cup win it. Potentially take out the double, get the Super Bowl MVP yeah. as well, and 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 the Super Bowl just in its own. He he could be in for a hell of a year in terms of trophies. <laughs> He's had a monster year. I mean, he has. His route running has been phenomenal. He's obviously been the number one target there for the Rams and just a real difference maker. So um, I'd love to see, you know, the MVP not be such a quarterback-driven award. You know, it just... Obviously, the quarterback is the most important player on the team. Yeah, we all get that. We understand that. Is there a way to try and even up the playing field? I mean, offensive player of the year is kind of that a little bit. Um, but I, yeah, I'd, I'd really like to see, and even defensive players as well. 
You know, there's some really good defensive players out there that make a big difference, um, rarely in the conversation. So I think I think that's something I'd like to change. They're never going to change that type of stuff. It's it's all about the money and what brings people to the to watch the games. They're going to want your Brady, obviously not Brady now, but Rogers, your Mahomes, and all of those players winning those type of awards. They're the ones who are going to be televised. They're the ones who are going to be all of social media. It's going to bring more people to the game. People yeah, don't care about the defensive players. The quarterback-driven league. So yeah. you you mentioned you mentioned the two quarterbacks there, Brady and uh, Rogers, both with interesting uh, decisions on their future. Brady's obviously made the announcement that he's retiring. A uh, couple of murmurs though that he might not be done. Yeah, I, I saw that today. Time. Saw that today. Never say never. That's what he came out and said. Mm-hmm. Is it <laughs> yeah. is it the is it the 49ers? Is that is that realistically the destination if he was to go another round? That'd be good to see, to be honest. Could you just imagine if he comes out and makes like another Super Bowl or something with another team after kind of retiring? <laughs> um it, it it would be it, I would like to see. I am a Brady fan. He's not my number one athlete, but I'm a Brady fan. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't see it happening. I can't see it happening. He, I think he's done. So Rogers, on the other hand, Steve, um, I, I doubt he's retiring. There's been a little bit of chatter about you know that he could retire if he doesn't you know get the things that he wants at Green Bay. But I mean, I mean, where do you see it, Steve? Do you think he's staying, or do you think? You know, there's a couple of destinations out there that, you know, are in need of a quarterback, but are pretty well-built teams ready to go. I don't, I, I don't think he'll stay at Green Bay. Like, I don't know all the pol- like all the politics behind his fallout with them last before this season, but he ended up, he obviously ended up staying. But I don't think he'll settle for that two years in a row. So I think he will go. I don't think he'll retire. Uh, there are. I was trying. I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking to the guy at work about it. Where realistically, where can he go? And when the initial rumors came out that Brady was retiring, the one name that got thrown around was Tampa Bay. So the 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 biggest issue with Rogers, as far as I understand it, is he's still on the contract, so they have to. He has to be traded. Mm. And Green Bay has realistically said to Rogers. If you want to be traded just tell us that's okay we'll try and work out a deal but you know we're not going to trade you to anyone that's not going to be advantageous to us which realistically that rules out pretty much everybody in the nfc and particularly the big heavy hitters in the nfc so you're kind of looking afc and the two teams i think that are best placed to go after him that need a quarterback um, or, or potentially could do with an upgraded quarterback and have the cap space is the biggest thing as well. Mm. So the, the Titans is one. Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback, but I don't think Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback that's going to win you the, win you the big one. I don't think he's shown that he can put the team on his back and win the title. They have a bit of space to play with in the cap, so they could potentially get him... He's going to want pieces brought in around him as well. So mm. maybe that's a spot where they trade Tannehill back and Tannehill sort of bridges the gap between, you know, Rogers and Jordan Love for a couple of years. 
Um, but the, the main destination that has been really the big chatter is the Denver Broncos. They have, I think, the most amount of cap space in the league and would probably be in a position to also bring across Devontae Adams, which Rogers has been really vocal about. What a move. You know, looking after him, keeping him happy. Um, so they've got the they've got the cap space, they've got the draft picks to be able to you know make a deal happen. Mm. Um, the only issue there is BT, he'd be coming into probably one of the most stacked divisions in terms of quarterbacks um, that we've seen for quite a while. You know, you you would have Mahomes, Justin Herbert for my charges, Aaron Rodgers, and then whatever the Raiders decide to do at quarterback, whether they keep Carr or whether they look to bring in someone like, I don't know, Russell Wilson or another another upgrade for them because they reckon that they're on on the cusp too. Yeah, I I, I can't see him leaving, to be honest with you. How, how many years does he have left as well? What are we thinking here? I think it's one. I think yeah. it's a short-term deal. So the only, the only team I could see, maybe the Titans, because obviously they finished, what, number one seed there. If you add a, a quality quarterback in Rogers, but does him going, leaving Green Bay, is he still that quality quarterback? That's the big question. Oh, absolutely. He hard to, it's hard, to, I mean, to, hard to argue against it. I mean, he's the favourite, yeah. isn't he, for the MVP? Yeah. And he'd be a back-to-back MVP. I mean, the guy's still getting it done. I think he's 39, but Brady's shown that he can do it in his 40s and do it at a really high level. I mean, we we just said then, it's between Rodgers and Brady for the MVP. Yeah. Both of those guys are 39 and 44. So um, absolutely he could still get it done. I don't think that's a the question. Only, the only thing what might make make him leave is if he's trying to if he's trying to get that one up on Brady. If he's trying to chase what Brady's done and whatnot, changing teams and I can see that that being a reason as well, but I, I can't see him leaving, to be honest. I can't see him. I think he stays. He stays cool. Yeah. I, I think it's all about those relationships in the front office and the and the yeah. organization. And we we can only speculate on that. But look, it's certainly going to be a very interesting uh, you know, few months, weeks and months ahead as free agency approaches. Uh, certainly more interesting, Steve, than the Pro Bowl, which just took place this last weekend. I don't know if you caught any of that, but uh, what an absolute fizzer. I caught the first few minutes of uh, the highlights that they posted on their YouTube, and then I switched it off. Look, I mean, it's the it's technically the end of the season for all of those guys, so they're not... And, and, and there's nothing really to play for, not that I know of anyway, but it was almost... It was just there was no no intent... It just wasn't really enjoyable to watch. I mean, you're talking the best players from the NFC and the AFC all playing together. You'd expect a bit of an explosive, fun-to-watch game. But from the highlights that I saw in the first quarter, I was just like, eh, not not for me. Care factor at an all-time low and people just trying not to get injured. Yeah. I mean, BT, do you think there's a, there's a solution? I mean, I, I don't know if you know how some of the other... Uh, sports leagues do their sort of representative games, but um, surely they, they're more competitive than what the NFL is able to dish up. It's, I don't know, because you've got NBA, they do obviously mid-season, but completely different types of sport. You're not getting knocked around and everything. Um, but saying that, the NBA, they, theirs used to be pretty like half-hearted type 
players and whatnot. And then they start bringing the charity money for the winning team goes to their charity. So they actually start trying and start becoming pretty competitive. So if they added something like that in, maybe, but these guys, they let's be honest, these guys don't want to be doing that shit really. They don't want to be trying. They just played this whole full season, getting knocked yeah. around, whatnot. They're probably sore. Everything, they just want to put their feet up, go on holiday. And that's exactly. it. They're just doing it probably because they have to. I think you're right that you have to give them something to play for. And I don't yeah. think that the the cash is really no. the, the carrot for the best of the best. Um, I might be wrong, but I feel like the um, baseball, the MLB, I feel like they have a really good system where there's actually like repercussions for you know, winning the all-star game. So like the conference that wins the the all-star game, they get home field advantage in the, like the, the final series. So like, because it's a best of seven, they determine like who gets that extra home game based on which conference wins the, the all-star game. I, I might be wrong in saying that, but if that's right. And that's the case, then that's the sort of carrot that, you know, you need because then it's actually beneficial for the clubs to give their best players up and let them play and, and risk them mm. to try and get something for themselves. But do we want to see that? Like, let's let's say they go out and one of these like major quarterbacks or any of these major players comes out and does a major injury, misses full preseasons, misses the first few games of the next season, all because of this irrelevant game. Really, I I, I personally don't like him. I don't like him in any sport really. All-star for the NBA is okay because it's kind of they barely touch each other, but not going to get any injuries really in that. But these, these type of games, I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Just scrap it. So you'd prefer the, like, the AFL model where we name a team at the end of the year and we all speculate on you know, how well the team would actually play if they actually played a game together. And this guy, you can't name him on a half-forward flank because he never plays there. You'd rather just have that Put the, put the names on a piece of paper. Everyone debate about it. That's it. Done. We'll stop talking about it for another year. Don't even do that. Like, who cares? Honestly, who cares? I think everyone knows who the top players are in most positions. Like, it's it's not going to really achieve it. You got the MVP there for a reason. Let's just focus on the Super Bowl coming up. That's the one they're all trying to do. This one's just it's all it's all about TV rights and money. That's what it is. Let's be honest. Mm. That's exactly what it is. And the people will sort of, they'll show you. If they're not tuning in, then, you know, there's no interest. They're probably going to drop it. Yeah. That's it. Very nice. <laughs> so speaking of interest, um, BT, Steve, uh, we, we don't obviously condone, you know, too much gambling here on the podcast, but, you know, BT doesn't mind a bit of a dabble. I think Steve doesn't mind jumping in as well. Um, the NFL is synonymous for Super Bowl betting and prop betting, which is sort of like novelty markets that don't really affect the outcome of the game. Are you guys aware of any sort of sort of niche categories that we might be uh, interested in having a look at? I've got three for you. All right, I'm on to it. <laughs> okay, okay. BT's right, bets. Here we go. We've got the main one. Let's see what you guys think because I'm. I, I don't think you would have looked at the odds of these. All right. So the main one, what I think it's one of the most most markets bet on for the whole thing. I think I know the color of color of the Gatorade for the Gatorade shower at the end. 
Right. Yeah. What colours are we thinking here? Go, Josh. What do we think? Well, I think first you have to look at what the best tasting flavour of Gatorade is. <laughs> and I, I, think, I think you have to go with the orange. I mean, it's my personal favourite. You know, you get a nice little, nice little uh, sweet taste in your mouth. You don't want any of that yellow stuff. I mean, that just tastes like piss. Um, <laughs> the, perp, the purple and the blue is a bit out there. So, you know, I think it has to be orange, maybe red at a pinch. But I think I think that's where you I think that's where you're sitting. I'm sitting I'm sitting orange, and uh, I'm pretty confident in that. And what about you, Steve? What are we going I with? think I think Josh has looked way too far into that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I see either only orange or blue. I'll, I'll agree with the orange, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say blue. Are you a blue man, uh, Steve? Are you, are you a big fan of the blue Gatorade? I'm just asking. I'm more, I mean, of, a, I'm more of a Powerade fella myself. Uh, but, yeah, I, but, but no, not a blue Powerade at all. I hate the blue Powerade. Uh, I actually really like the orange Parade. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't know. No, I just, point I just exactly. feel like, yeah, I just feel like what I've seen before, it's either orange or it's blue. Uh, and does it come down to, maybe this is me diving a little bit too deep into it, but does it come down to which team wins it? You've got the Rams, do they drink the blue and do the Bengals drink the orange? Uh, uh, Good point. Yeah, this, yeah I, I guess you never see the losing team. Color, do you? So, you guess you never know. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll go with all right. The favorite is orange. That is the favorite. Come on. Come on. Hey, I know something, right? <laughs> that's that's boring. Uh, second favorite is <laughs> is none. No, no none. Gator. how is that? No, Gator. how is that? I've, oh, never, no. I've never seen Terrible no one throw Gatorade on someone before. every year. Yeah. And the third favorite is blue. Hey. Well, I'm sitting behind hey. something that never happens, so I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> not good so far. But there's a there's a rumor floating around on the on Twitter that it that it's it might be blue because it's in LA, and uh, the right colors. They're going to do yellow because no one likes the yellow one. But they go on. Apparently, the rumor is the blue. Okay, go the blue. That's where my are money's we, going. Are we going to put together a, a bit of a, um, a stat chat multi here and encourage? No, not not encourage, but sort of you know, put it out there that this might be something that you might want to look at. Oh, mate, you know that I'm down for that. I'm down for any of that. Okay, so we're going the orange Gatorade. Uh, what else have you got for us? All right, this is this is a simple one. This is like an over or under for the length of the national anthem. Okay, oh, wow. ninety five seconds, over or under. Have they, announced, have they announced who's doing it yet? I know they've announced oh, the halftime show, but I don't, I don't know if they've announced Yeah, who I looked at that actually... today. Uh, her Any name's... chance of us knowing who, the, who it is? Mickey, Mickey Gutley. Mickey, I don't know, some, some Mickey chick. I don't know. Sounds like no to me. I'm going to go over. Yeah. I feel like over. it'll be a slow one. I, I think it'll be slow, but I, I'm just trying to pitch a 95 seconds worth of national anthem in my head. And I'm struggling to figure out how you could stretch it out that long. I know they really drag out like the and the whole. <laughs> I know they drag that out, right? but how do you get 95 seconds out of that? 
Yeah, right. I'm going with the under. I'm on the under on that one. All right, there's two out of three. You've been upvoted, Steve. It's definitely oh, look. It's, it's not for the, the it's not for the first time. This is this is why this is why I don't gamble. <laughs> yeah. All right, I've got another over under. Right, the amount of planes that are in the flyover. Five. Okay. Instead of that, over or under so five. So it's a it's a specific yeah. number, or is... it says over or under five. But what if you want five? You get your money back. How exciting is that? Because <laughs> I think it's going to be five. It's got to be an it's got to be an odd number, right? Because you yeah, want to have the flying V. I mean, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a statement. Yeah. So I think it's either five or it's seven. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're not having three because who just flies around with three planes? I mean, you look <laughs> stupid. Yes. You look like you're cheap and you're tight, and you're sitting there in a seven billion dollar stadium, and all you can afford is three planes. I mean, come on. <laughs> So I think it's I think it's a non-negotiable. I think it's got to be it's got to be five. If five is hedging, I mean it's it's a no-brainer beat. I mean surely that's paying very low odds. You'd have to. Oh, they're, they're both a dollar ninety-two. So oh bargain, bargain. But here's a good one. This one's actually a pretty good one. Um, who does the Super Bowl MVP? Who do they thank first in their speech? Jeez. They're definitely not thanking Roger Goodell first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think, I think it, not thank, but do they, do they give credit to the other team? That's usually a thing that people do first. Is that on the list? That is on the list. That is. Steve, what do you reckon? I'm I'm not going to, I'm going to think based off the fact that I think Cooper Cup's going to win it. So he'll... I don't think he'll thank slash congratulate the Bengals first. Let's just, let's just throw out... Let's throw out the crowd for being the home crowd. The crowd. Mm. Oh, yeah. How good's this crowd tonight? And then he yeah. gets some more... Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a good yeah. shout. Well, that, that's good odds, that one. That yeah. one is good odds. That's hey, your $8.50 the, there. I'm in the money. You're, you're the deciding vote here, BT. What do you like? Uh, well, I'm going with religion. They're thanking God first. That's actually that's a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so your MVP pick is definitely religious, if you confirm that? That I have might no be an idea. important. Might be an important for before, before <laughs> God knows. God knows, but all I know is that's pretty. He does, I think it's yeah. the most common one. Yeah. Mm. So can I can I just make one observation? If if we are putting this together as a multi, the only downfall I've got is that the planes and the the anthem are all going to happen before the game starts. So it could be a pretty miserable day if you True. if you if you get cooked by the planes before we've even got the kickoff. <laughs> and you're going to be even if miserable. we get both of those right we've got nothing in the game so we're waiting yeah. we've got nothing so we're waiting till the end okay uh, stat this is definitely statute approved the worst multi that you can <laughs> you, you can bet on if you're looking uh, to entertain yourself during the game you're either going to be cooked at the start cursing the fact that someone was too uh, tight to order too many planes or you're just going to be sitting there waiting to hope to god that the person that wins the mvp is religious 
I mean, it's uh, it certainly is going to be a great time if you're getting on board with the stat chat bolty, I think. All right, I'll run through a couple proper ones, quick ones, all right? Okay, okay, okay. Largest lead of the game, over or under 14 and a half? Over. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, over. Okay. Bold. Uh, what will happen first, a sack or a touchdown? Sack, 100%. Uh, I was, yeah, okay, okay. I was going to say touchdown, but yeah, we, we did... We spoke about how many, how much pressure the Rams are going to bring. Yeah, Depends it's probably with the ball as well, but it does. Yeah. Uh, the line for the game, which is pretty popular one, is minus four for the Rams. So do you take minus four or plus four for the Bengals? Get on the Rams. Get all on that. That yep. is low. Yes, I agree. Yep. Sure. Why not? And the over is yeah forty nine. I think points. As I'm looking, yeah, 49 points over under. We liked we liked the under earlier, didn't we, Steve? We did, yeah, we did. Yeah, like the under in that. But this is this one's the important one, all right? Oh this no! Is, it sounds like sarcasm. Will Snoop Dogg smoke a joint on stage? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it legal there? Yeah, I think it is in LA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has to. Then I, he? I think he does. Yeah, let's pay him like does. two dollars fifty. <laughs> two fifty. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's decent odds. I think. Yeah. I think the other one. I don't know if they have this market, but I think it would be a short price favorite to have Dre being the first uh, artist, and you've just got oh. that piano. That piano is just fading in slowly, <laughs> and then we're into it. Yes, who's well, back? I've got that market right here. I had that. Oh. got that in my notes. Uh-huh. All right. He isn't the favorite. Really? Mary J. Blige is. She is. And then it goes Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and then Eminem. To be the first artist. Yep. Artist to perform first. Yep. Dr. Dre at $5.50. I, I like the value of Dr. Trey at five fifty. <laughs> I think that's a I think that's I know nothing about betting, but I think that's a terrific value bet if you're looking to just dabble in for the Super Bowl. The problem I have with these type of bets is like surely someone knows what's actually happening, the routines and all that type of things. Like the national yeah. anthem, they surely have a time limit, what they've been told they have to do under. Someone knows how many planes are going to be flying over. So it's whether they these these gambling sites know what actually is happening. You got to make They're sure they don't leak. You got to make yes. sure they don't leak. It's like, it's like, you know, bloody married at first sight and everybody knows <laughs> who's already out by the first week, Yeah, you know, and, and the, the odds are going off. It's yeah. Someone's going to leak. Someone's going to leak. But I would have thought the halftime show, like you said, is they'd have it pretty well locked down. So if Mary J. Yeah. Blige is, is that short odds, you know, someone must know something. Exactly. That's yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I normally take the favour on these type of things. Yeah. There you go. Speaking as a man from experience. Um, all right. Talking favourites, talking tips. Let's do a bit of a quick fire roundup. Um, Steve, tip and MVP. Tip to win it? Is that what we're saying? Tip to win it. Rams, Hooper Cup, MVP. BT. BT, who do you like? Rams, 
but minus seven, and I'm going. I'm I'm with Cooper Cup as well. But it's a clean sweep. It's it's Rams for me, but I'm going a defensive MVP. I like Aaron Donald with three sacks up front. I think uh, that would be as the leader of that defense. Uh, I'd love to see a defensive MVP. That's what I'm going with. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't mind saying that at all. Yeah, definitely. All righty. All right, well, fellas, uh, we will be either tuning in or media blackout or however it is that we're going to watch. We're going to be very excited to see how the Super Bowl goes on Monday morning, Australian time. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in and watching this. I hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl as well. Um, and like we keep telling you on all our videos or however it is that you're, you're watching this, uh, make sure you follow us. Make sure you subscribe. Um, we're really committed to trying to bring some of the best sports podcasts um, and best sports content that there is um, out on the internet. So your support is uh, really much valued. Sure. We are. We do now have Spotify. These videos will be going on Spotify as well. So that is oh, definitely something yes. to look out for if uh, you prefer the old Spotify to listen to your podcasts. Yeah, if you don't like the visual that's going on here or just the, the awful green couch and the timber backgrounds, <laughs> then, you know, feel free, feel free to just listen to us because that might be a bit more palatable, I think. Uh, uh, we're going to have a lot more coming in as well. A lot more. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've got AFL. We've got weekly general sports podcasts. If there's something specific that you want to uh, hear us talk about, Make sure you're letting us know. Exactly. All righty. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the game. Until next time. Catch us. See you later.